Welcome to another episode of Stand Out But Please Fit In. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Abby, and this podcast is all about how to be yourself, an individual, when you're surrounded by a society that wants you to fit in. And since I currently live in Japan, I also talk about cultural differences between Japan and rest of the world. So before we get started on to today's topic, I wanted to talk about what happened to me this week as I've been doing this for the past couple of episodes. So why not share what I've been working on or what my updates are? So have you guys heard of this app called Clubhouse? I actually got an invitation to Clubhouse sometime this week. And I've been wanting to try Clubhouse because I wanted to listen in on different ways to increase my audiences for my podcast and ways to monetize, even though I am not getting monetized for this podcast at all. I'm just doing it for fun. But eventually, I would like to get more listeners that will lead me to monetization. So I'm being curious about what people talk about on Clubhouse. And I finally got an invite. I've been trying it on. I would love to follow some YouTubers or people on social media that I follow. But I think what's going on is because th- those people that I would love to follow had Clubhouse for maybe like a month before I did. So I think the hype is over. And this is exactly what I was thinking that by the time I get this Clubhouse invite, the hype will be over. And I have a feeling it's kind of dying down. So it is slightly disappointing because I would love to hear these influencers and these YouTubers talk about their expert opinion live, but I just haven't had the chance to do it, probably because I jumped on Clubhouse a little too late. And because I also live in Japan, a lot of these seminars are happening when I'm sleeping. So that's another downside of using this clubhouse and I just feel like even though I have an invitation the hype is over and I'm not able to take a full usage of this app so wanted to share that with you and if you have any advice for me when it comes to clubhouse or if you think that I should follow this person or listen to these seminars let me know please leave a comment on my social media listed in the show notes and I will look into it because I hope that I'm able to use this app because I have the invite now I don't want it to go to waste okay so today's topic is about power harassment at work so I don't know if native English speakers or people in other countries use the word power harassment at work. So in Japan, when you're being taken advantage at work, mentally, physically, they call it pawahara. You know, Japanese people, they make these English words, like they cut it down to weird way of saying it like for example Starbucks is called staba just so I don't think they use this power harassment in other cultures but you call it pawahara so my experience with harassment from upper management and I wanted to share what I did well Technically, what I did at that time when someone said something to me and after what it's been said to me. And they're all verbal. I've never been abused 
physically. It's just that obviously Japanese companies have the hierarchy. So upper management thinks they can say whatever they want to their you know, subordinates. Absolutely wrong. Don't ever do that. If you're a manager or whatever you are and you have someone working for you, don't ever do that. I will, after dealing with this for so many years, I just feel grossed out that people would like to take advantage of you mentally just because you're under them. So I have a few examples that I, my experiences, and let me know the way I handled it was correct or you would have done something else because I feel like in that moment, I get. Frozen to a point where I just can't say anything. The only thing I can do is how to control myself and how to protect myself. So, even though I've been mentally abused, I don't have to, I can move on and control myself. Hopefully,、um, you never had this experience before. I'm sure a lot of people had similar experiences. So, and everybody is. They react a different way. They act a different way. So let me know how you handled this situation when you had them. Okay, so, well, the first thing I wanted to talk about was when I first presented a presentation to my senior manager. And after I did the presentation, the senior manager would not look at me and he will ask questions to my manager. And I don't know if anybody has experienced that. I know, I think my manager was ready for me to present this to my senior manager, even though, like, I get imposter syndrome. So I felt like I wasn't ready, but I presented anyways. But the senior manager did not give me a time of his day. And he just went straight to my manager and asked all these questions, even though I was explaining or I would respond. And I felt really rude. I felt disrespected and I felt that I was wasting my time. I really was wasting my time because I not only did I prepare my slides, I always mentally prepare what I would say during a presentation because part of it was because it's in Japanese, I will make a mental note of how I would present my presentation. So that takes a lot of time. and The fact that I was not acknowledged, I felt such a waste of time. And at that moment, I was not able to do anything except me、um, finishing that meeting, feeling like I was not worth it. And like I mentioned earlier, wasting time. So if you are in a similar position or you ever experienced it, if I ever experienced something like this, I probably would have actually. Told my manager that I felt that I was not ready to present my work to upper management. So maybe it's better that I don't present and have managers or other people present because it's wasting everybody's time. And those meetings are important to everybody because we don't have enough hours in a day. So, including yourself, your, your time is also very important because. If you're just sitting there and doing nothing, listening is also part of learning, but preparing for the meeting where you could have been working something else, it's better to take that route because 
you probably are able to learn a lot more by yourself than sitting in a meeting, not being challenged by other people. So let me know if you had this similar experience because I felt like a loser and I felt really disrespected at the time. And I was feeling blue that next couple days. So next thing I wanted to discuss was this was mentioned in my previous podcast. The same senior manager from the first experience told me during, you know, nomikai company party that the way I speak is sounding like a friend. And obviously this was mentioned during a nomikai. So alcohol was involved, but at that time, I couldn't say anything because I felt like my personality was attacked. And I don't know what I did was wrong. And the fact that someone commented on the way I speak was not right. And people should not be attacking you based on your personality. So what I did was I did nothing. But what I should have done after talking to a few of my colleagues about that incident was I should have said that I don't consider you as a friend. (laughs) Something like a joke because obviously we're at a social event. So um, one thing I learned from this, and I think I've learned this not through me experiencing it, but seeing how other people experience it is during like a social event or a drinking party, um, if you don't really want to get to know upper management, and this is sounding kind of strange, but there are some times where, you know, people kiss ass to upper management and they would like to go to these social events to get to know senior managers and upper management because that's how they get recognized or get noticed but at the same time you're kind of prone to get more drunk because you have to drink more with them or they might say something rude because there's alcohol involved so one thing that I learned was a lot of my colleagues they actually don't try to talk to any upper management they actually they stay away from upper managers during the social event just because they don't want to deal with them and if you don't really have any, you know, discussion or if you want, don't really care about getting to know them, and that's totally fine because you don't have to always, you know, say hi to upper management. You can enjoy with colleagues. Just don't be near them or don't sit next to them. And you don't have these incidents where upper management will talk about you. That's disrespectful. So that's what I learned. Another thing that was mentioned to me was I need to adapt to the company culture. And this was mentioned by my manager. And in that moment, I just said yes, because what else would I say, right? But I think it's because I was having issues with my job was changing without somebody mentioning it. So I felt kind of attacked because no one has, they just randomly change something without discussing anything with me I felt that need to raise something to my manager saying hey you know you changed my work assignment without consulting this with me and I just felt like we need to have that discussion ahead of time and then talk about where the company wants me and what if I fit that need but this manager just went ahead and changed my work assignment without letting me know and I didn't like that so I think 
I was not complaining, but I was questioning why. And then that's when this manager told me that I need to adapt to the com- company culture. So initially I said, okay, because there was nothing for me to say. But what I did afterwards was I actually stopped trusting my manager because if someone tries to change something behind my back without knowing who I am or where my career path is or not trying to understand what I want to do and what I want to achieve at this company while I am thinking about the needs that the company have, then this person should not be a manager because you just want me to do whatever they want me to do. And I stopped trusting him completely. This was not a smart move, but I decided that I need to switch out of this assignment and I need to switch out of this department. And I did it this way where I did not involve that manager. I went straight to someone else and told him that, told actually a director that this is the way I've been treated and I did not like it. I need to leave as soon as possible. And it's not a smart way, but I had to do it because I was miserable being under this manager where this person did not care about me. And I actually got in a fight with this manager because I also went and did something behind his back. And we had an argument, but I told him that I cannot trust you because you did not consult with me when you changed my assignment. I know this is kind of controversial if you're listening and then saying, hey, this is sometimes companies, they don't let you do that. But nobody should tell you that you need to fit in because you should be able to control your own life and be part of the company culture. And you have to think both. Obviously, you're working for a company where you have to fit their needs. But at the same time, you should be able to work how you want to because your life, your mental health, and your career path should align with the company as well. Otherwise, why are you there? Why are you, you're not going to enjoy your life. And some people work nine to five without overtime, but a lot of these companies, you have to work overtime. And if you're not enjoying what you're doing, why are you there? You're going to be miserable. And it's better for you to leave that situation and protect yourself before your health and your mentality will completely be taken away. So that's what I did. And there was a lot of controversy with this, but I'm happy that I did it because I know I was miserable for the few months that I was in there. And even after when I first switched out of there because people were talking about it and people complaining about me. But eventually, you know, I'm protecting myself and I'm working hard. Also, while working for the company and their needs. Last thing that I've been told was from another manager saying that I should not think about my career plans or career path. And that is not the priority. So what's going on and what happens at especially Japanese company is the first three, four years, actually even more probably like the first five, six years, you work uh, what you have been told to. 
So you don't have any opinions. You just work till you go up, and that's when you decide where you want to go in your career. That's why this was my fourth year that I was thinking about my career path, and my manager said that, hey, that's not the priority. That's another thing that you should be offended by because even if you're first year or fifth year, you're still at the younger side of the company, your opinion, your career path, and where you want to go in life is just as important as someone that's been working there for 20 years. So again, this is the whole hierarchy thing that's going on. And when I heard that, at that moment, I just said, hmm, because I think because I've been working there for several years now, I was I knew that this was not something that I agree with. And instead of saying, okay, I just said that mm, I don't agree with this. I was fighting back because that was not the way my manager should have said anything. But I said it in a subtle way because obviously I didn't know I don't want to fight there, but I did not agree with it. But I just let it go. And like I mentioned in the the one before, I stopped trusting this manager again. Luckily, um, just internally, the manager switched, not because I moved. So I didn't have to worry about this manager at all. But when I gave my notice of resignation, I did not go talk to this manager at all because even if I talked to them, my career path didn't matter, right? So obviously he doesn't care about how I should, you know, work at this company. And I just ignore what he had to say, or I just did not tell him about what I was thinking. I just, well, I just did the bare minimum of doing my work. I did not consult with them anything. I did not have any conversation with them outside of work because it was just like the stuff that he's told me about my career path should not be a priority. This person did not look the best interested in me. Yeah, so I know this was a little bit of a deeper talk. Let me know if you have any experiences because I know um, stuff like this happens in any country. Um, harassment, when it comes to mental harassment, power harassment, I don't know if it's called power harassment. That this can really affect one person's life. And people that are saying this does not notice till you are taking a leave of absence or your work ethic is going down and you don't have the motivation. And that's when they notice it right away, which is too late. Okay, so if you have any other topics that you want me to discuss, please leave a comment on my social media listed in the show notes. And thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week. Bye.